Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. What I love about Shopify is basically how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. I know we use Shopify here at Betches. And honestly, anyone with any kind of business could really benefit from Shopify. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash betches, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash betches now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash betches. Welcome to So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey, the podcast where we cover all the pop culture we love to hate, from the classic reality TV moments of the past and present to the latest Daily Mail headlines and everything in between. We'll dive into all the infamous and notorious messes you can't stop watching. I'm looking at you, Jax Taylor. I'm your host, Ryan Bailey. Get crazy, get wild, let's party, get loud. If you want to have fun, and do something. If you want to have fun, and do something. Get crazy, get wild, let's party, get loud. If you want to have fun, and do something. If you want to have fun, and do something. Uh, walk in the club with no ID. Girls on my jockers and VIP. Your man can't do what I can do. What's your name? I'm Sky Blue. Well, I'm Red Food with the big ass fro. Never wear lenses on my glasses, yo. My first keyboard was a Casio. Ooh, look at that girl on the dance floor. What's she looking at us like she wanna do? Some freaky in the back with a camera crew. I guess I got time for a fan or two. I roll with three hoes like sand dude. Ho, 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 and a bottle of goose. Mix it with the bull if you wanna get loose. It's that time to lose control. If you're feeling real good, then let it show. Get, get crazy, get wild, let's party, am I? Hey, you guys, welcome to So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey. I am Ryan Bailey. You guys, this is not a full episode. This is something very special, something I'm very lucky to do, actually, and something I believe in. I feel like a, an infomercial salesman. Um, no, this is Ryan. I, I I had something really cool happen to me where I have my first advertiser today. So this episode is like a mini episode, but it introduces a podcast that I actually will listen to because I am a huge fan of this person. Um, so Mike, the situation, Sorrentino and his wife, Lauren or Lauren's as he likes to call them, have a new podcast coming out called Here's the Sitch with Mike and Lauren's. Plural. Very cute. Um, you guys know if you listen to this podcast, I actually am very much in love with Mike the Situation Sorrentino because I believe he is one of the only cast members on any kind of reality television show that has provided us with a redemption arc and one that I believe in to Guys, by the way, I love Jersey Shore. I've been meaning to do Jersey Shore deep dives. A couple people have asked me about that, and that is to come because that is one of the reality shows that really 
kind of shaped the man I am today. But you know what? Like when it first came out, it blew me the F away. And Mike, of course, was such a magnetic reality show character, but what he has turned into is just as good, but it's on the flip side. Like I talk about on this podcast a lot, like I love those people that are like like all positive all the time now, and that's what Mike is like. Mike just got out of prison, and he's like, you know what, you gotta believe in yourself. You got this, you got that. You gotta get in the gym. And yes, I'm bummed that he had now has a prison body. Like he's all buff again. I liked... Big Papa Sitch. I like when Situation was like at the buffets and just getting snacks and cheeses and meats. And like that's my dream really is to be just somebody that can go to the buff. I'm really I'm, – I'm losing track here. But what – this podcast goes deep within all of it. There is – uh, there's inspirational messages in it. There is uh, uh, stuff about his prison stay. There is stuff about their relationship. There is stuff about the original Jersey Shore. And I'm going to play uh, like an eight-minute clip for you guys. Um, and just to be totally honest, I am getting paid a million dollars to play this clip. One million dollars. No, 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 no. It's much less, but I'm really excited to have. So please give this a listen. I mean, you don't have to go listen to the podcast. I mean, it would be great because it's Mike the Situation. How do you not want to? But listen to this episode. It's going to be a short one, but I'm also, I'm going to provide you with a little bit more. You know, this is not just some promotion. I want to give you guys something. So I'm going to give you guys something in a second, but I just want to, uh, I want to say that this podcast, uh, hosted by Mike, the situation Sorrentino and his wife, Lauren, um, they talk about his path to recovery, uh, going back to work on uh, Jersey Shore and everything else in between. Subscribe to Here's the Situation with Mike and Lawrence on Apple Podcasts, and I'll provide all that information for you guys and, of course, along with the ad audio. But I really – I think – this especially meant like I said yes to this because it's something that I actually would like. Like I would, I'm like psyched. And also, I want to interview Mike the Situation Sorrentino on my podcast one day. So I feel like this is like a bridge. Like, hey man, I I promoted you on my pod. You know, um, uh, it could happen. You know. So this is a podcast that comes from Audio Boom. It premieres today, Tuesday, March third. Every new episode will be out on Tuesdays um, and is available on your favorite podcast app right now. Um, so, so bad it's good listeners. I'm going to share with you an exclusive first listen of Here's the Sitch with Mike and Lawrence. Um, in this specific clip that you're going to hear, we talk about Mike's journey to recovery from addiction, the difficulty of him going back to work, and of course, return to Jersey Shore vacation. Um, and while you're listening, be sure to search for and subscribe to Here's the Situation with Here's the Sitch with Mike and Lawrence in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever your favorite podcast app is. Um, so that is all the business right there. But I'm genuinely excited for you guys to hear this. I've had so much coffee today, as usual, and, and a little bit about me, you guys. Uh, so I told you last episode, I booked Chicago Med, uh, the NBC show, and I am going to Chicago, and I have so many stories. So here's the deal. This episode is going to come out today, Tuesday, and it's going to be really, this will be like a 30-minute episode probably. On Thursday, I believe, if all goes well, Annabelle DeSisto is going to be talking Vanderpump Rules. This week's Vanderpump Rules with me, plus the Love is Blind finale, which I'm... Can you... I can't wait for the reunion. I'm obviously Nick Lachey. Um, But uh, So that'll be out Thursday. So I'm going to also include 
all of my experience um, with Chicago Med, with the experience of being an actor. So I hope you guys are okay with that. A lot of you reached out after last podcast and said you would like to hear about that. So I will be, you're going to be on the ride with me. So you're going to be on the ride on Thursday at the beginning. And then next week, you're going to be on the ride to see how it all played out and if I got fired or not. So very exciting. Um, but before we get to Mike, the situation's new podcast, I find it very important as one should um, to to talk about music, to talk about the lyrics behind certain songs. And the song I started the show off today is pretty much the is the Jersey Shore theme. It's by a little group called LMFAO, um, and that stands for, I believe, laughing my farging a off the buttocks off. And the song is called Get Crazy. So people are like, oh, that's the Jersey Shore. Uh, that's the Jersey Shore theme. No, it's called Get Crazy. And let me just break this down for you. And let's see if we can kind of discover together what this means. So it starts off immediately with a bang. Get crazy, get wild. And right off the sudden, I'm just like, whoa, buckle in. This is a roller coaster. This is somebody that's off their meds. This is somebody that's like, hey, I don't, this is my last day on earth. Let's make it count, you know? So I'm like, whoa, I should have gotten sleep. This is going to be a big day. And then it goes, get crazy, get wild. Let's party, get loud. So all of a sudden, I'm like, I'm at a party. And it's it's at the beginning of the party because you know that part of the party where everybody's like coming up to you and you're like, let's make this the best party that we've ever had in our lives. And that's the moment we're at right now. So somebody comes up to you, the listener, and goes, hey, get crazy, get wild. Let's party, get loud. And you have to make a real decision for yourself do you want to party and get loud? Is that something you're interested? In? Are you more of a stay at home, cuddle on the couch with somebody and watch Dateline? Or are you somebody that every now and then likes to get loud? And I, I can, I go both ways. I can, I can like to party and get loud, but I also like to, to call, crawl up on a couch and cuddle with Dateline. Um, so then it goes, if you want to have fun and do something, if you want to have fun and do something. And that to me, just reminds me of somebody that's really unbalanced. Like if you want to have fun, let's do something. And they don't specify what something is. Do something. What does that mean? Does that mean he's going to hurt somebody? Do what though? Do what? If you want to have fun and do something like you need to be more specific. And it almost makes me think the writer of, I mean, Mr. LMFAO or the group of LMFAOs, they didn't know. So they were like, just let's put a placeholder word, something until we just, until we decide what specifically we want to put in there. And then it just, it just kind of went from there. And then it goes, get crazy, get wild. So this person is losing their mind. It almost makes me think of that movie, The Purge, where you can purge like one, like it's, it's like legal to like kill people for one. I mean, this is horrible. It's a movie though, too. It's not real yet. And uh, it's like, but that's what I feel like. I feel like this has big purge energy where it's like, let's get crazy, get wild, go hunt people. And that's where it's like, that's where I check out as a listener. Cause I'm like, yo, I'm really, I'm willing to party. But when you start hurting other people, that's where I said, no, no, thank you, sir. No, thank you. I'm here to just have fun. I do not want to hurt people. I don't want to hurt I, even feelings. I don't want to hurt. I just want to, I want to listen to good music. I want to eat snacks. I, you know, let's see who else is out there. Let's network maybe a little bit. And then he goes on, let's party, get loud. If you want to have fun and do something, if you want to have fun. And, see, to me, this is always lazy riding when it's like, they, I just feel like they're take. they're just taking up room. They're just like, oh, let's keep, let's make this song at least three minutes. Okay. But now let's get into the lyrics of it. Okay. So we've established this is a psychopath that wants to get wild and loud and just do crazy somethings, whatever that is to people. And they're trying to get you to join in on it. Like it's like almost like a gang. That's another thought I had. So here it goes. It goes walk in the club with no ID. 
Right there, dude. You're a dummy. Always bring your ID if you go out. I've, I've learned time and time again. If you, you got to like bring identification, your debit card, if you have cash, like always do a checklist before you go out at night. I, that's always, cause I always, and then like bring your keys and also with the same thing, don't forget any of these things behind. Don't leave your debit card at the bar. So I think there's like a, a process. And especially, I think this is what these people in the song are going through is realizing what a failure they are. Cause you, the most basic thing about partying is bring your ID. That's the most basic. That's the most then have fun, but the most basic bring your ID. And then it goes girls on my jock. Cause I'm VIP. And that's like. Like, so obviously they, how does he know if he's VIP, if he has no ID? Like, I feel like this is somebody like trying to brag and doesn't, it doesn't really have the right to brag, but girls on my jock, I just don't even also, unless you're like Leonardo DiCaprio or Usher, I don't think that girls would be on your jock immediately. I think you have to, um, you know, buy them a drink, talk to them, see what their, what their interests are before any jock writing you know, when he, any on my jock would happen. And then it goes, your man can't do what I can do. Dude, you can't even bring an ID. You can't even remember to bring an ID. I bet her man can bring an ID. Like, dude, you're like, you literally say you're an idiot. And then in the next one, like, your man can't do what I can do. What's your name? I'm Sky Blue. Well, I'm Red Foo with the big ass fro. And this is like, I will give credit to these artists. This is a very specific lyric. Because we know who it is. We know who he's talking. There's a guy named Red Foo. And then Red Foo is talking to, I guess, a lady named Sky Blue. And it's, isn't it interesting that that rhymes? And I, don't, I wonder if he's telling the truth here or if it just makes a good rhyme. But obviously he's at a, like maybe like a Star Wars bar or something where they have weird names like Sky Blue and Red Foo. And Red Foo obviously has a big ass fro. And that make, reminds me of when I was in high school, my hair just kept growing. And it was like, it was like this huge head. Like it was just a huge pillow of hair. And it had no shape or direction. And at a certain point I remember in high school and I was like, well, let's just, let's just test the boundary. Let's see how big we can go. Cause my hair wouldn't grow long. It would just grow out almost, you know, like, so I did have like a mini fro in a way. And I thought that was cool. Nobody else thought it was cool, but I should post a picture. There's a picture of me and in my parents' house, and you just see me in the background, and I literally, it looks like I'm like six, six, six foot, six three with the fro, you know? Um, okay, so red foo, sky blue, never wear lenses in my glasses, yo. What? What? I mean, do you think you're helping anybody? What does that even do for you? That's bad eye care. What are you, an idiot? I... That shocks me. Like, this is just somebody that's... Uh, also, I will go out on the board. Whoever wrote this song or who it's about is obviously somebody that doesn't shower. So anybody that's riding Red Foo's jock, you're going to catch something. Or you're at least going to get a bad whiff or an odor of something. Everybody needs to clean their privates. And I think, if anything, this podcast... Really, I want to encourage people to clean their privates uh, religiously on a, a, you know, a daily or bi-daily basis... Um, you know, sometimes you can do it twice a day, but that's, this is not the pot. That'll be the next on uh, my healthcare podcast that I have coming up. Um, then it goes, my first keyboard was a Casio. Dude, this isn't your diary. I thought we were about partying. My first keyboard was a Casio. Oh, look at that girl on the dancing floor. Was she looking at us like she want to do? What does she want to do? Was she looking at us like she want to do? See, this is another thing where I think this guy literally is looking at people without any fucking iframes in his eyewear and like thinks everybody wants him when in reality they're probably looking at him like who's the smelly dude with the big hair 
oh, that's Red Foo. Let's stay away from him. And he has no glasses on. So he's like, hey, everybody wants to ride the old jock. And uh, I don't think that's this situation at all. There's, there's a chance he might not even be at a club. He's blind and he doesn't have an ID. He might be at like a Best Buy or a Costco. Um, and then something freaky in the back with the camera crew. What? See, this is like, I feel like he also might be at like NBC or CBS. Like, why is a camera crew at the club? Something freaky in the back with a camera crew. I guess I got time for a fan or two. I roll with three hoes like Santa do. Ho, 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 and a bottle of goose. Mix it with the bull if you want to get loose. If that's time to lose control, if you're feeling real good, then let it show. Okay, so let's talk about this for a second. Obviously, there's a reason why LMFAO is probably not still around. And you just can't talk about girls like that. You can't say ho, ho, ho like that. That's just not, not, hey, not in 2020, brother. No, 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 no. No, these are, I roll with three ladies like Santa do. Lady, 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 and a bottle of goose. Um, Also, he talks about mixing with Red Bull. Do you guys remember Red Bull? Like when I remember I used to just drink red bull red bull and vodkas religiously in like my 20s and now i'm just like the smell of red bull turns my stomach like it is like we were jacking our systems up so much with that red bull like one day like they're going to discover that that thing can power an entire city you know like red bull is there's something off about red bull and i'm not i'm just i don't want to put it out there but i think it has something to do with the coronavirus spreading i'll just say it um so basically, um, okay, and we're just going to do one more verse because we could, I mean, this this really could be a 24-hour breakdown of this song because obviously this is really disturbing. Uh, the next verse goes, when I was a baby, I was sucking on titties. Now that I'm older, still sucking on titties. And what I'm thinking is like, this dude, his bones are so brittle. There's like a, a milk deficiency or something because there's no other reason to be sucking on titties unless you need the milk, Right. They're there for one purpose and one purpose at all, and that's to feed other people. Um, different titties, but titties nonetheless. Wow, this guy really goes into the titty thing. He's, I have a feeling he's like, titties and titties nonetheless. Some are big titties and some are little. No, the first thing I do when a girl undress, oh, is he talking about sucking them tit? I feel so bad. I'm so sorry, Mom. Crazy girl sparked my interest. If titties were a stock, I'd invest in breast. I'm sorry, but this... This guy's an idiot, right? Like this, this is, I mean, this, you know, this always was a fun song to me. Like I would be like, oh, Jersey Shore's on. And now I'm like, this is the sickest song that I've ever heard in my life. That's, that's, this is, this is very disturbing on so many levels. All I'm saying, if you have kids out there, don't let them listen to LMFAO. And especially the second verse with the titty thing. Um, Love the way you move. I'm impressed. A lot of girls love us. We the best, I guess. What? And then later on in the song, it goes, if you in the car, flash yo titties. If you at the bar, flash yo titties. If you at the beach, flash yo titties. If you on the street, flash yo... Okay, I see where this is going. Pretty much everywhere you go, flash yo titties. And does this go for guys as well? Because I feel like guys are really left out of the conversation when it comes to titty flashing. And I feel like some of us, we have a nice solid B cup. There is, you know, we're not all, you know, ripped like DJ James Kennedy. Um, And... 
So this is really somebody that's encouraging everywhere you go, just titty flashing. And I just think that it would be a very different society if that were, you know, and not necessarily a better society, just a very different society. So you guys, that is my rendition of Get Crazy by LMFAO. I am going to play a clip now of, uh, of The Situation and Lauren's podcast. And I'm very excited to do it. So check this out, you guys. If you like the podcast, go check it out. If you like this podcast, keep checking this podcast out. There will be a new episode this week with Annabelle DeSisto and so many other surprises. And please follow my journey on Instagram with this uh, this this acting role. So at So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey uh, on Instagram. I will be in Chicago, uh, I think, um, for the next week. So reach out to me if you're in Chicago. Uh, I think I'll have some time over the weekend if you want to hang out, if you want to be on a podcast, if you want to talk shop with me, reach out. And um, yeah, to those, uh, to the person that said, uh, let's, let's advertise on so bad. It's good. I, I, uh, I hope I made you regret that. So bye you guys. I'll talk to you later this week. Everyone knows that I love quotes and, uh, you know, your current situation is not your final destination. Honey. But even with Mike just went into like an amazing monologue for you guys about how he got to where he is today, which did take him a few years, but I don't want you to be overwhelmed. If you're listening to this and you're mm-hmm. struggling yeah. financially, you're struggling in a bad relationship or you're struggling in your addiction. I don't want you to be like, holy shit, I have to fix myself. Not just to get sober. I have to fix myself here physically, yes. spiritually, you know, don't take all yes. of that on. He's just covering the basis of, of how much self work you can put in to become such an amazing, better person. Take it one day at a time, do little steps at a time. When, when Mike first got sober, a hundred percent, when Mike first got sober, all he did was go to the gym and go to a meeting. Yeah. Go to a gym and go to a meeting in the beginning. Yeah. Just to sort of get my footing. And honestly, that's literally all he did. You know what? It, it really is small steps in life for anything. And I think that we did such a great job with recovery. And that sort of set the tone um, when we sort of had to face the music and I had to go to prison. Because we sort of, um, you know, we sort of learned how we handled recovery, you know. And we did so well with that, with patience and sort of working one day at a time to to sort of reach our goals and, and, and things like that. Eventually, when I had to go to prison, we used those same principles to sort of survive in that particular situation as well. Yeah. And let's be, let's really give it to you here because I want you to know it was not easy in the beginning. Recovery is never easy for anyone, the addict, the family member, the relationship. It's really hard and you're kind of on eggshells because you're hoping that it works out this time and it sticks and you're just trying to get through time and get Mm -hmm. time under your belt. And when I say Mike went to meetings in the gym and that was it, that wasn't like the luxurious of his free time. That was him being unemployed. Like yeah, he had, came out of rehab. He had no job and, and no place to live. Yeah. So, you know, we struggled for a long time while he got back on his feet mm-hmm. and then slowly got, you know, even the confidence back where he yeah. felt like he could go back to work and yeah. go work on TV. I remember the first job that I got, he didn't um, want to take, I didn't want to take it. it was right? The first offer he got, I'm like, how could you turn this down? It was a food network deal, right? Yeah. And, uh, it was worse cooks and they wanted me to be a worse cook. And I'm like, wait a second. 
I'm not a worse cook. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I cooked all of the seasons of Jersey Shore. I didn't think I was a worse cook. And they explained to me that it wasn't necessarily a, really about the title worse cooks. At the end of the day, I'm not a chef and I don't cook like a chef and I don't claim to be a chef. And that technically you are the worst chef. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was celebrity worst cook. So I was getting a few celebrities together and seeing who was the worst cook, cook of the bunch. Yes. Really. The worst cook. (laughs) (laughs) That is another show, and that is not on the Food Network channel. Okay? And and that's what we're all about is having fun, but that we'll talk about that next time. But, um, yeah, you know what? I had a lot of uh, competition when I did uh, that particular show. I didn't think that there was going to be anybody really on that show of, of worst cooks, and it turned out I ended up getting like third. You so know? You got, yeah, you did get third. Wait, I, was it second I, I or like, third? I think I got third, to be honest. Yeah, with you. I forgot which dish put you out. Mm-hmm. We might have to rerun that. I, if you guys are listening, please go watch Worst Cooks. Yeah, you know, it was season three, I think it was. I'll be honest with you. Of Worst Cooks. If you're not and first, one- you're last. So I don't really remember what season it was, but remember, I didn't want to do the season. I wasn't. Yeah. I didn't think because if I didn't have. You know, my body back at that particular time period, um, you know, I didn't I didn't have my confidence to go in front of the uh, TV screen again. And little by little, over years, that confidence returned. But it only returned when I continued to sort of do the right thing. Am I right? Yeah. It uh, returned when you were able to be like your authentic self yes. in front of people. Because I think for a long time, um, once you got deep in substances and on TV, you were... You were, you know, when you're on any substance, you're masking your true feeling. You don't even know where you are half the time. So there's no way to be authentic under the influence. No, no. A lot of those seasons when I was under the influence, I definitely was living my worst life. Uh, But now, you know, in hindsight, you know, I feel like I'm living my best life. You know, I'm being my best self. And um, even going back to the most recent um, episodes of Jersey Shore Family Vacation, I was also nervous to do those as well. Yes, the reboot. When they they signed the reboot, you were very nervous. You were immediately on board. You never were going to think about not doing it. But I was nervous because I was going to be around that environment again. And I had about two years clean and sober. Uh, Very good foundation. But I was like, how am I going to do this show again with a bunch of savages? You know, that that drink and go to a club, where do I fit in? Can I still be the funny guy? Like, you know, like, and, and plus I had a girlfriend at the time. I couldn't go to clubs anymore and sort of be, you know, that guy. So I, I sort of had to, you know, reinvent myself. And I'll be honest with you, I, I challenged myself in my recovery. Um, and I became this, you know, the best version of myself. Now when I go to a club, um, you know, I'm sort of vibing out. You know, on a vibe, you know, people have to drink alcohol, and a frequency, a yeah. higher frequency. Yeah. People have to drink or they have to take a substance to sort of be on my level. I, I, I believe that. So, yeah. Um, well, I have to say that you impressed me very much when uh, the reboot happened Yes, and you really stepped up to the plate of proving yourself, I think to yourself yes. first and foremost, mm-hmm. that you could go back into that environment yeah. and go where, you know, you really went wild yes. and your addiction did not start there, but it, where you really, you know, went crazy with the substance abuse. 
and down a dark path with that. So yeah. the fact that you went into the lion's den. Faced my fears. and Exactly. Faced your fears. And also your dream at the same time, Jersey Shore, was one of your biggest accomplishments. Yeah. You always had such a great relationship with mm-hmm. your cast members who mm-hmm. are like your family now. Yeah. And it was really important to you to be able to do that and withhold your reputation you built. Yep. You know, for the past two years. Yeah. The really cool thing that I love about Jersey Shore Family Vacation and the reboot is that while Mike was putting in all this work, getting sober and clean, the world didn't get a chance to see that Mm -hmm. and see the person that he is at his core and the person who he fought for to be today. And then when the reboot happened, it gave Mike the opportunity to share himself with the world. And he really, you know, took the ball and ran with it. And I couldn't be prouder for you. Oh my God, honey. Or prouder of you. I love you, honey. And I love you too. And you really did. You really made your family proud, especially me and Mosey. Oh my goodness, Mosey, (laughs) that man. (laughs) Mosey is our golden retriever. He is the sweetest man on earth, um, really quickly. But also, I want to uh, point out to the listener that um, I wouldn't suggest you trying to go to a club if you are newly sober, okay? I went when I was, you know, two years, years, over two years clean and sober, very strong foundation. And I, I was really forced to sort of challenge myself. So I wouldn't rush back and into a scene that, you know, kind of destroyed you. Or distractions. <laughs> yes. Those are, are distractions. But I, I like I said, um, I don't um, – I, I wouldn't shun it, I guess. I wouldn't say no to it. I, I would say continue. It's not impossible. It, exactly. That's the thing. It's not impossible. It. It's mind over matter. been listening to an exclusive clip of here's the sitch with mike and lawrence be sure to subscribe and listen on apple podcasts spotify the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts we got a situation get crazy get wild let's party get loud if you want to have fun and do something if you want to have fun and do something get crazy get wild let's party get loud if you want to have fun and do something if you want to have fun I walk in the club with no ID. Girls on my jock cause I'm VIP. Your man can't do what I can do. What's your name? I'm Sky Blue. Well, I'm Red Food with the big ass fro. Never wear lenses on my glasses, yo. My first keyboard was a Casio. Ooh, look at that girl on the dancing floor. What's she looking at us like she wanna do? Some freaky in the back with a camera crew. I guess I got time for a family too. I roll with three hoes like a sand dude. Ho, 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 and a bottle of goose. Mix it with the bull if you wanna get loose. It's that time to lose control. If you're feeling real good, then let it show. When I was a baby, I was sucking out titties. Now that I'm over, still sucking out titties. Different titties, but titties nonetheless. Oh. First thing I do when a girl undresses. Crazy girls spark my interest. So titties with sock, I invest in breasts. Yeah. Love the way you move, I'm impressed. All the girls love us, we the best, I guess. Hey. I got the goose, alright, okay. I'm feeling loose, alright, okay. She love the piece, alright, okay. He love them bees, alright, okay. I got the goose, alright, okay. I'm feeling loose, alright, okay. She love the bees, alright, okay. We love them bees. Get wild, yeah. let's party, get loud. Yeah. If you wanna have fun and do something crazy, yeah. that flash your bitch. Get crazy, get wild, yeah. let's party, get loud. Yeah. If you wanna have fun and do something crazy, yeah. that flash your b
Flash your titties. If you on the street, flash your titties. I say if you in the car, flash your titties. I say if you at the bar, flash your titties. If you at work, flash your titties. Even if you at church, flash your titties. When you're up, it's your tip titties all the time. But here in LA, I be titty deprived. So girl, let me see what you're trying to hide. Cause either your titties ever touch the sky now. If you're shy, if you're shy, just close your eyes. Just close your eyes. And pull your titties out like you part of an African tribe. I'm sky blue and that's my nigga red fool fool sky blue blue red fool fool sky blue blue red fool fool sky blue blue and LMFAO is the crew crew I got the goose, alright, okay. I'm feeling loose, alright, okay. She love the bees, alright, okay. We love them bees, alright, okay. I got the goose, alright, okay. I'm feeling loose, alright, okay. She love the bees, alright, okay. We love them bees. Get wild, let's party, get loud. If you wanna have fun, do something crazy. Flash your Get crazy, get wild, let's party, get loud. If you wanna have fun, do something crazy. Flash your Get crazy, get wild. Yeah. Let's party, get loud yeah. If you wanna have fun, then do something crazy Flash your bitch Get crazy, get wild yeah. Let's party, get loud yeah. If you wanna have fun, then do something crazy Flash your bitch Batches.